Hey, what's up everyone? My name is Miles and this is Miles from Qualified. Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of Miles from Qualified. Thank you so much for joining me once again. And look, last week I really wanted to have a guest on. We had it all planned and set and uh, yeah, technology happened. We ran into some technical difficulties. We were having trouble connecting with one another. We couldn't get the interview done when we wanted to. So we had to put a pin in that, reschedule it, and hopefully we'll have that guest on next week. So then um, I didn't have a plan B. I should probably always have a plan B uh, because then that delayed me putting out another episode. And then we went away for a couple of days. But guess what? I'm back. And I have some more content for you that I wanted to share that's been on my heart, on my mind. This world is crazy, and the more that I uh, am hearing, and the more that I'm reading right now, I'm reading through Romans. It, it just kind of, it just all comes together. It just, it all comes together. It's so crazy how you can read the Bible, and everything that you're reading, you're automatically thinking about what's happening right now, because it's, it's like, it's like, it's the same thing <laughs> that happened then is happening now, and it's crazy. And there has been some wild stuff that happened just over the past. I mean, you think that when when you just finally think that maybe all the craziness is over. A tractor trailer full of monkeys topples over in Danville, Danville Pennsylvania, leaving four COVID monkeys on the loose running around Danville, PA. Like... This is straight out of a movie, and if you haven't heard this, please look up the story. It's crazy. It happened last Friday, um, but yeah, a tractor trailer, I think it was carrying about 100 test monkeys, COVID monkeys, that um, jackknifed or, or wrecked, toppled over, and four monkeys escaped from like these cardboard boxes that they were in. It looked like they were just being stored and, and cardboard boxes being transported wherever they were being transported to have whatever testing done that they were going to have done. It's weird. And four of them got out. Uh, they were supposed to capture them. Instead, they just they just shot them, I guess, the three of them. And that fourth monkey, I don't know if that fourth monkey is still out there. I don't know if they captured it. I don't know if they shot it. I don't know. But of course, all the people of Danville now have to be very cautious and aware of different symptoms that they might have because of maybe being exposed to these crazy monkeys that have these viruses in them. Like, it is straight out of a movie. We're probably going to watch 12 Monkeys later this evening just because of that. Like, it's, um, everything, like, I feel like if you watch movies from whether it's The Matrix or 12 Monkeys or you could probably name another handful of others that have taken place maybe 20, 30 years ago even. And they're talking about, or the movie is about something that's happening now. It's like they're foreshadowing what is truly going to happen. And then when it does, you're like, holy crap, like that was, that this is a real thing. Like back then it was science fiction. Now it's like science faction. It's true. Is that, it's not even a word. Um, but it is true. It is it is something that is taking place. Anyway, that was a weird tangent I got off on. But when I hear stories like that and I see what's going on and I see what's going on in the world and in our country, it is wild. And now reading through Romans, you can kind of start to see that the letters that Paul was writing, yeah, he's talking about stuff that's kind of taking place right now. It took place then. It's taking place now. 
And the Bible is playing out right in front of our eyes, but there are a lot of people that are blind to that, or they don't want to see it, or they don't believe it, or they've turned away from God altogether, and they don't care, which is unfortunate. Jesus is coming again. We know that as Christians, it's like what we look forward to. The problem is, I think a lot of Christians are just sitting on their hands and doing nothing and not trying to spread the news to other people or tell people what is happening or help them understand who Jesus is and... You know, we there is a choice that everyone has to either follow God or turn their backs on God. That's really all there is. There's no in-between. And that's kind of what this is going to be about. The devolution, as it's called. I'm reading through uh, Romans. I'm using uh, this commentary to help me, you know, get through Romans and further understand it. And it speaks about devolution and really just... Um, the transfer of power or the the retrograde of of uh, of our understanding it's the opposite of evolution it's going from starting high knowing who god was to then getting lower and lower and turning our backs on god through several different stages whether it's our intelligence our ignorance our indulgence these things are going to like we're going to completely turn away from god altogether and it's a devolution of of mankind and it all started in Psalm 14.1. It says, The fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. If you look around today, God is being removed from just about everything that he's always had a place in. Certainly in this country, the country was started and founded on Christian principles. It's all laid out there, even though people will tell you otherwise, or they don't want to believe that this country was founded on Christian principles. Our founding fathers used the Bible to help set uh, the documents that would create this amazing country, and all that's being cast aside. Mankind as a whole has turned his back on God. You see a lot of people that will say that God doesn't exist, or they will water down They'll maybe even say God exists, but they completely water down what the Bible states to make it feel more comfortable for them. So they're not offended by it. Everyone's offended these days. And um, so they'll take pieces of the Bible and, and you know whatever makes them feel good, they'll use that. But that's not truly following the word of God. It's actually doing quite the opposite. Um, and then there's the piece of it where... If we are not, and what I wrote down here, uh, I, I feel is so impactful. Even when I wrote it, not to you know toot my own horn, but I'm like, oh, that's good, right? Because it's we need to be diligent and disciplined, or we become distracted and disillusioned. And that's for every single one of us every day when it comes to being in the Word of God, following our path, understanding that this world is corrupt, that this world has turned its back on God, that this world as a whole probably uh, doesn't believe in Christ the Savior. And we can easily get caught up in that if we allow ourselves to. And, or even, I even try to allow ourselves to, just by simply, like, the things that we watch, what we listen to, who we allow to impact our lives or influence our lives, who we allow to come in and tell us one thing or uh, maybe dictate how we, how we think. You may think that you have a strong mind and a strong heart, but how easily is it for you to get distracted and disillusioned by the things of the world? The devil wants that. You know, he is the the king of all uh, just garbage and propaganda. Overall, there's no saviors in this world. A lot of people think that the government has our best interest at heart. Are you kidding me? 
like that is wild that people still believe that and you can see it you can see that out there that people really truly believe that the government is going to save them that the government is going to protect them the government is going to keep them safe and uh healthy no that's like that's not that's not happening that the complete opposite of that is happening and if you really look into it and if you really do your homework and your research you will see that everything that is taking place whether you think it is for the good or not is probably not like the world itself is so d corrupt it is so full of garbage or so full of propaganda you never know what to believe or who to trust even those leaders that you put your heart uh or and and your mind on as the leaders that you want to trust and follow are you really sure that they are doing everything that they need to do in a godly way to get us to a space where we need to be in this country? I don't think so. I, st I still think there's a lot of self-interest out there. I still think that there's a plan that we are not seeing. You know, a lot of people say that people in leadership in this world, um, for the most part, are just idiots. I think it's quite the opposite. I think they're extremely like clever and crafty. And they've been playing us for a very long time, and we're not seeing it because it's taking place in such a slow pace. And it, there's 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 like these little building blocks that are starting to build up more and more, and they're putting it in a way where they're they're making it feel like they're doing this for the the betterment of mankind. We are all being played. Trust me. At least that's the way I feel. I, I shouldn't say trust me, you know, maybe you shouldn't put your trust in me. I don't know, that's for you to decide, but really we need to put our trust in God. I just feel so, like, I, I, I'm like, so overwhelmingly, like, I don't even know the word for it. Because it's not anger, it's not, um, I don't know, maybe it's disgust, I don't know what it is. But I do certainly feel some way, negatively, about what is happening because I see so many people falling into the trap. Falling into the trap of that devolution. From that surrendering of powers to local authorities and a central government. Uh, to the, the falling away from God. From taking our intelligence of what it was to know God. And now all of a sudden we have turned our back on him and we are below the beasts of this world. Uh, taking our ignorance of man... Man knew God, this is clear, but man did not want to know God or honor him as God. Instead of being thankful for all that God has given him, man refused to thank or even uh, give him the glory that he deserves. Man is willing to use God's gifts, but is not willing to worship and praise God for his gifts. As a result, uh, was an empty mind and a darkened heart. Man the worshiper became man the philosopher. Isn't that true? So much empty wisdom and foolishness because we put ourselves up here and God gone, like not even down here. It's like doesn't even exist. We're going a lot of people, you know, there's a there's a worshiping of self out there. We're like self idols. We have idols that we look to in this world. That's one thing. That's bad. We don't want to do that. But then there's also worshiping ourselves as a self idol, thinking that we have all the answers and we have put ourselves above God. Um it's so sorry i'm just looking at this really quick because it's talking about indulgence from idolatry uh to immorality uh is just one short step if man is his own god then he can do whatever he pleases and fulfill his desires without fear of judgment that's what's happening right now 
So many people are doing whatever they feel like, whatever feels good to them, and they can do that because they worship themselves. And then they don't have to have fear of a judgment that is to take place. My friends, can I tell you, there's going to be a great judgment. We're all going to be part of it. We all fall short of the glory of God, but there are so many of our fellow man out there that need to be following Christ or at least understanding what it means to repent uh, and and turn away from this crazy world and fix your eyes on him. And we're just not doing it. And what my fear is, is that we have a lot of Christians out there that just sit on their hands and do nothing about it. They sit in the corner and they, you know, rock back and forth in the fetal position when things are going crazy and it's tough. Just asking Jesus to come back. Yeah, he's going to come back, but we don't know when. It might not even be in this lifetime. It feels like it's going to be in this lifetime. I think it probably will be, just kind of giving everything that's taking place right now. But we don't know that. A lot of people from the past thought it was going to happen in their lifetime. And what a missed opportunity it is if we think it's going to happen soon. So we sit there and we just look at the sky and wait. We don't do anything about it. We don't for you know we don't fight for our families. We don't fight for what is right. We're not lifting each other up. We're not helping people come to Christ. We're not spreading the good news. We're just sitting back and watching the world around us, thinking, okay, it's got to happen soon. God, he, he, you're you're sending him back soon, right? Jesus is coming back. It, it's a good time. And I myself fall into that trap sometimes, where I'll be driving along, and um. Just thinking, looking to the sky and being like, I know it's it's going to happen sometime. Like, he's going to come back. But am I doing the right things that are going to help me help others get to the point of understanding that this world is not worth living for? You know, we are not to be... It's not about just surviving another day. It's thriving for an eternity, right? So we can't get caught up and tied up in the things of the world and forget what this life is all about. It's about living for an eternity, right? Not just survival, not just sitting around and waiting. It's action. It's doing something. We can't just sit back and watch. We need to, we're in a battle every day. You need to understand that this is a battle. You are a warrior. You're a soldier of God. We can't just stand by idly and do nothing about it. I think maybe a lot of people do that because of the fear that's involved in there. There's a lot of fear of stepping out of your comfort zone. I'm I'm not a huge fan of that term because I think it's overused, but it's true. A lot of people are afraid of stepping out of their comfort zone. Excuse me while I drink some of my aeroponic alchemist tea. Now found... At Rhodes Gift Shop in Hummelstown. <laughs> it's like a 10 second commercial. Um, where was I? What was I talking about? Oh yeah, the fear. Fear of losing. Well, fear is the, of the devil, right? We talked about this before. Fear is not of God. And when you're in a battle, you're either going to win or you're going to lose. How can we have the fear of loss when we ultimately know who wins this war? We know who's going to win. There's no question about it. Wars have been won before when battles have been extremely hard. It's never just a walk in the park. Just ask everyone that was a part of the Revolutionary War that brought this country to the place where it is and freed ourselves from what it was that we were trying to be freed from in order to be a country that was 
that was free. There, like, battles that take place are not easy. Wars are won, but only won by fighting in a battle. And yes, there's going to be some casualties. There's going to be some loss. There's going to be some dread. There's going to be things that aren't easy. That's just part of war. There's no savior in this world. No one's going to save us. Turn on the news. Turn on social media. Go anywhere. You will see that it is fear-laced propaganda to tie people into this idea that, number one, there's no hope. And number two, there's people in authority over us that are going to do the best for us. I'm sorry, that's just not the way it is. And I hope people's eyes are being opened more and more to that. I know mine certainly are, every day, even though from the beginning, I questioned everything. <laughs> because, truthfully, it's not like, it's not Democrat versus Republican. It's really not. It's God's truth versus Satan's lie. And it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican. It doesn't matter which party you support. At the end of the day, the parties are not who is going to save us. It's not. Your party that you uh, that you support, the party that you vote for, too, too often we get caught up in these parties, right? This side's doing one thing, this side's doing the other. This side is uh, awful. This side has every great intention to keep the country the way that it's supposed to be. But when you take a closer look, it doesn't always line up that way. We can't put our trust we can't put our hope in a political party and everything is politicized these days everything is political everything has a political agenda to it and i think now more and more we're seeing that so what do we do are we going to be diligent and disciplined or are we going to become distracted and disillusioned by what's going on, by the lies and the things that are created in order to make us feel good and feel better about what's happening? The only truth is right here. This is it. This is the truth. Right here. That's where you're going to find your answers. That's where you're going to find your savior. Not on the news, not in social media. Not on the radio. Yes, I still listen to the radio because I'm old, I guess. I don't know. A lot of people listen to the radio. Probably not. I do. I listen to a lot of talk radio. It's pretty boring to most. But to me, I find it insightful uh, and interesting. I also listen to a lot of podcasts. One that I've been turned on to that is just brilliant um, is Bards. B-A-R-D-S. Um, and... It is, uh, you can find it on, what is that podcast app? On Podbean. So, B-A-R-D-S, Bards, uh, Bards of War. And you want to hear some straight up truth and biblical truth to go along with what's happening in this world today? And the craziness that is truly out there that a lot of people aren't seeing because it's not news headlines. And the understanding of spiritual warfare and what is happening right now, listen to that. 
because it'll open your eyes and it will stop you from having such a, 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 a like a, a grasp or a tie to any one side of anything and understanding that those sides are worldly and God is the only answer. Yeah, we need to support the right things in this world. We have to be, uh, you know, we have to fight for the right of liberty and freedom for this country. But we also have to do it in a way that aligns ourselves with the word of God. We can't just step out on our own and start idolizing other people or politicians or ourselves for that matter. It doesn't work that way. There's only one that's going to take us out of this. There's only one that's going to save us. There's only one that's coming back to put judgment on this world. And it is your choice. It's our choice. That's the thing. God gave us a choice. A lot of people don't really understand that. They think, you know, uh, well, the people who don't believe in God maybe say that God is, um, or maybe they believe in him but think he's uh, evil in some way. I don't know. Um But they think these things because they are so lost in what is happening. Like, there's just, there's that devolution. They're so lost. There's so many people with their eyes closed. There's so many people lost. There's so many people that maybe um, don't truly know what it means to have free will in this world that God has given us a choice. You know, God doesn't send people to hell. Believe it or not, he's here to save people from going there. A lot of people think that's backwards, that God is just sending people to hell. And I think that's why uh, some folks decide that they're going to turn their back on God. Because it, like, what kind of a loving God could send people to hell? It just, it, it's totally backwards. That's not the way that it is. Like, the world is going to hell. God wants to save you from that. He wants to pull you out of that. The world is destructive the world is evil the world is corrupt and the world is going to hell god's not sending you there he's trying to pull you out of there but he's not going to do it unless you are willing to do it you have a choice whether you want to come out of that or you want to stay with the world and go down like a sinking ship i i uh where did i hear this i saw it on like a reels or something i don't know somebody saying very similar to this why does god send people to hell he doesn't send people to hell and there was an analogy given like it was uh like the titanic right and there is a Titanic. It is going down with the ship. And there are lifeboats. Let's say there's lifeboats. And you are given a lifeboat in order to save yourself. You have that choice to jump on the lifeboat, which is God, or just go down with the ship that is sinking. You are giving a lifeboat in Jesus Christ. You are giving an opportunity to save yourself from demise, from going to hell, from like going down with the ship. It's your choice. We all have a choice to stay in this battle. We have a choice to stand up for what's right. We have a choice to stand up for our family, for this country, but for mo for you know most of all to stand up for God. But that devolution that has taken place where people have turned their back from God from very far back in the beginning, that's the problem. That's what's taking place. That's what we have to help save our fellow man from. Because they're all children of God, but some of them have chosen not to be associated with him. And it's a shame. For the law of the spirit of life in Jesus Christ hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Romans chapter 8 verse 2. When you have the spirit of life in Jesus Christ in you, you are free of the law of sin and death. 
doesn't mean you're not going to sin. We all do. Um, but you don't want to. <laughs> There's a difference in, in having this, that spirit within you that, that you know when, when you're doing things wrong. You know that there, you no longer are tied to sin and death. That you are no longer going down with the ship when you have Jesus Christ in your life. Uh, verse 818, Romans 818. For I reckon that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy in to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Let me read that one more time. For I reckon that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Times are tough. Things are weird. Monkeys are on the loose. But that does not, none of that craziness compares to the glory that is going to be shared with us. That's going to be revealed in us. Which is going to be revealed to us. Which we're going to be able to have everlasting life in. We don't want to go down with the ship. No one wants to go down with the ship. Drowning has got to be like the worst death in the world. But people are choosing to do it willingly. And that's what we got to get away from. That's what we got to help pe pull people out from. Show them where the lifeboat is. That's all I got. That's like all my notes right here. That's all I got. So look, guys. Do me a favor. And help me spread the word of Jesus to everybody. Even at the end, you think that someone's going to totally reject the idea of God. Or totally reject the idea of Jesus. I think you'd be surprised. That's another reason why I think a lot of us as Christians don't do our part of spreading the word, spreading the gospel, helping people see who Jesus is, because we already assume that they're too far gone, or we assume that they're just going to reject it or turn their backs to it or not want to hear it. Or, here's the worst part, you, yourself, are almost a little embarrassed by it. Is that a too strong of a word? You're embarrassed by God? I think you're embarrassed of being judged. I think a lot of us are. I think I, I was. I, you know, at times maybe I still am. I don't know. I feel like I'm a little more bold now. Obviously I'm doing this and I don't care who, I don't care who sees it. But it wasn't always that way. I was always worried about how I would be judged or viewed or seen or laughed at, you know? Now... Who cares? Like, I don't care what people think or see. I only care what God sees. And I think it's a time for that to take place for a lot of people. So just if you think that someone's too far gone or they don't care, share it with them anyway. Share this video with them. If it was helpful to you or if you found value in it, share it with them. Please, like it, subscribe to it, and share it. <laughs> that helps everybody. It helps, it helps me out, but it helps everybody out. Because the more that we get this word out, whether you want me doing the talking or you doing the talking, it doesn't matter. So someone needs to hear it. Someone needs to hear that this world is uh, going to hell in a handbasket. I don't know where that term came from. That's why I paused there. I was trying to figure out if that was right because it just sounded... I'm going to have to look that up. Hell in a handbasket. Or if they're going to choose to jump on that lifeboat that is Jesus Christ and be saved from this whole crazy situation and not be bit by these monkeys... Dang it, I dropped my Bible. All right, that's it for me. Um, I appreciate your time, guys. Thank you so much. I really enjoy doing this. Please do me a favor 
and not just like it and subscribe to it and all that, but leave comments. I love reading comments. I love, you know, hearing what people, uh, you know, what you got out of this and uh, what your takeaways were and what you thought. It's inspired. It's, it's like uh, motivational for me. So I, I really appreciate that. So that's it. I'm going to let you go. I'm out of here. Till next time. God bless. Love you guys.